It's showtime. Showtime. Welcome to the party, pal. Welcome to the Sons of Smoke Cigar Cast. Drew, joined by Mo. Yo. The one and only. Moo Cow Rich. Bring in the bull. Yes. Danny's still uh, keeping the bench warm for us. <laughs> well, in all seriousness, I know a couple of you guys have asked how Danny was doing. Uh, he's feeling better, but um, yeah, I wasn't able to make it tonight. You know what would make him feel better, I think? What's that, Drew? <laughs> he needs to get on cigar noise. Do a little chatting. Makes everyone feel better. It does. And it's yeah. not like feel better because you feel superior, like some social media sites. It's feel better because you're talking to good people. Exactly. Yeah. There's a pretty big difference there, I think. A wide gap, right? Oh, yeah. It's not just, hey, look at my shit. No. You know what? Look at my shit. You know what? Dude, you go on, you go on some of these things, and these guys are like giving you a whole rundown of their day. Like, today I woke up, had breakfast, then I took a shit, and then I drank a cup of coffee, and then now time to relax with a nice cigar. Like, bro, just post a fucking cigar. Well, and that... everything else you said is what everybody does every day. That's my point. Like, these guys get on there, and they're like, I did X, Y, Z today. Like, oh, no, nobody gives a shit. Just post a fucking cigar. Come out and other people's cigars. Tell them that you like what they're smoking. Encourage them to get more into the hobby and let it go. Nobody needs to know that you took a shit today, and you wiped your ass with three ply instead of two ply. You know what I'm saying? Like, Ooh. I know my next caption for my picture. That sounds nice. What's that? The Instagram is going to have to have a... You know, I shit today picture. Mm-hmm. Got a little toilet paper in there. Yeah. Do it's it right. It's crazy. Cigar noise, the guys are like relaxing on a, on whatever day it is, smoking this cigar. And it's and it's always about the cigars. You know what I mean? You don't go on there and see people posting about just, first of all, political shit. Okay, which you see on a bunch of other stuff. Right. It's it's more stuff to bring it together, and that's what I love about cigar noise. Hey, was that's that not an advertisement? That's heartfelt. What's that? Was that Danny's topic? Is he the one that wanted to discuss all the bullshit in people's pictures? Uh, well, you touched on the stuff that bothers you. Yeah, but he brought it up again the other day. I thought he did. Maybe. Yeah, he might have. I thought he wanted to talk about it. Uh, I don't know. I guess we'll never find out. I still think there's a lot of money to be made in an accessory that's just your brand, whatever your cigar brand is, on a, a nail clippers. <laughs> <laughs> that's a good Cause, idea. Because every time somebody posts anything, some trolling bastard is going to put up a picture of your <laughs> nail clippers. <laughs> yeah. Oh, well. Uh... I don't understand how some of these guys, like, if if you take the picture and your nails, you know, are long or dirty, like, dude, just set the cigar down and take a picture of it. Yeah, but that's, that's just not as cool. They also have to remove their watch and 
everything <laughs> everything else they're wearing and put it in the photo yeah. too. Empty your pockets onto the table. It's uh, it's like going yeah. through security. Yeah, right. Exactly. Yeah, well, let me ask you a question. How many people do you think have become <laughs> self-conscious? Or how many of our listeners do you think have become self-conscious about themselves? Like when they post, a, like when they post stuff online now, are they kind of like, shit, wait a minute. Are they going to, is this, do you think anybody does that? I hope they do it on purpose now. <laughs> right. <laughs> Just to fuck with you. Yes. <laughs> Yeah. Danny this is my long nailed closed mouth cigar <laughs> selfie. <laughs> yeah. Danny uh, sent me one the other day on Instagram. He's like, hey, check this out. And it was like a watch, his humidor, a cigar, a lighter, a cutter, uh, rings. Uh, I don't know what else. His wallet. Yeah. Car keys. Look, we talk shit. We laugh about stuff. The reality is. For some people, some of these social media outlets are the only real interaction they have, you know, or, or maybe could, you know, it, it, so I don't want to take away from people that want to do what they want to do, man. Do what you want to do, but just understand that we we're going to make fun, fun of you. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> and I think that's okay. We can give you shit. busting balls. And true friends could always bust each other's balls. That's just how it is. When you see some guy that makes fun of you by putting a table full of like, like here's a bottle cap, there's the air filter out of my fucking furnace, or like here's a bunch of random shit from around my house, it's like yeah. suck it up and deal with it. I think it's hilarious. I, but the, I don't. It, it's easy to. Um, Cause I remember, man, like back when I was living by myself, that really was the only interact. Cause I didn't really have any friends at that time. So like, well, where I was living and that really was the only interaction I had with people. So I get it. I can, I can empathize with it, but I'm still going to give a shit about it. So, that's it. I feel like somebody is really, you're not really somebody's friend until they're comfortable giving you just a little bit of shit. A hundred percent. Not a ton, oh, but yeah. at least some. Right. Yeah, absolutely. Like if your friends are giving you shit all the time, those aren't your friends. But if your friends are not giving you any shit ever, they're those not aren't... your friends either. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Absolutely. Uh, that's enough of that. Anyway, yeah. So, what's up? So it's gonna get this out of the way. This week is TPE. Everybody and their mother is probably gonna be talking about it on their podcasts this week and maybe next week. You're probably gonna see some coverage about it. That's all I'm gonna say. Check. Next, you you guys need to say anything about it? No. <laughs> Drew, Drewfus. Uh, I said everything I needed to say in the text message earlier. What did you say? <laughs> I don't remember, but I'm guessing fuck them. <laughs> yeah, uh, probably safe bet. Safe bet. Next topic. I mean. At some point, though, you just 
so, some motherfuckers are getting together in a room. They're going to talk about cigars. They're going to sell some cigars. Sweet. Yeah. Yep. Someday you'll see some cigars on your retailer's shelves. Awesome. That's all most people care about. Yep. Yep. So, 2020 is the fucking craziest shit. Yeah? Why is that, Cal? Well, so, like, we started this year talking about the odds of World War Three, right? You remember that? Uh, Australia's burning the fuck down, right? Uh, <laughs> Sorry, I don't mean to vi- laugh. There's a virus breaking out that's quarantining, like, yeah. I don't know how many millions of people right now. Absolutely ridiculous. In the entire country of China. Just about, at least a giant province of it, right? With a, a yeah. city, I, I think, that's larger than New York in population, isn't it? I'm well, sure it is. So that's crazy as fuck. And then one of the best basketball players ever to play the game dies in a helicopter crash. Yep. What the fuck is going on with this year? Yeah. Well, and then you forgot the police officer that died in the shooting at the cigar shop in, in the Chicago area. Yeah. Yeah, I wrote that down as a separate topic, assuming we'd talk about Kobe a little more, but that's okay. Yeah, I'm gonna, I am gonna. am going to talk. I definitely want to talk about Kobe, but where do you want to, do you want to start with that? You want to start with Kobe? Dude, wherever you want to go. Drew Fitz? Um, go, go for it. You're, oh. you're, yeah. you're the lead man. Oh, well, you, okay. you probably have more connection to both of those stories than either of us do. Yes, so. exactly. I have a lot of connection to the Chicago area shooting more than I, more than I thought when I first heard about it. So, I'm going to talk about that first. So, we hear about this shooting, and I've never been to this cigar shop, but the, the, the suburb that it's in is a, is a well-to-do suburb, um, you know, or at least middle to upper middle class. Well, I'm, I, I think there's large. people that, that probably didn't even know this is a thing. Do you want to tell them, like, what happened? Okay, yeah. So a woman shoots shoots a guy in a cigar shop and kills him. When the other gentleman, who was an off-duty state uh, Illinois state trooper, the gentleman next to him heard the pop, got up, who was also a state trooper, got up to see what had happened. She shoots him. Then she shoots another state trooper that was with them. Then she turns the gun on herself. Two of the state troopers survived, one died. So you hear about this, and and you're just like, what the hell? And when, if you go into a lot of cigar shops, they are, the people in there are armed to the teeth. I mean, like, whether, I don't care if you're in the Chicago area, you're in Texas, you're in whatever. There's a lot of people with their concealed carry permits, with whatever. Typically, the store owner will have a gun. So there's a lot of defense if against, you know, something that would certainly dissuade somebody from wanting to do this. But obviously, there's, when you're determined, you're determined, I suppose. When I found out who the shooter was is when everything became very real for me. Okay. This woman used to come in to Puro that I used to manage. 
would come in every Thursday. She would get a cigar, have a drink with her friends, and they would hang out, laugh, whatever. I'd never seen that woman without a smile on her face. So imagine the shock when I when I see who the when I read about who the shooter is, and then she obviously ultimately took her own life. It's really messed up. And then you add the Kobe stuff. Look, the Kobe thing. Kobe Bryant was an excellent basketball player. There are people out there saying, "Well, why is he so?" such a big deal and and why is like these other people that had gotten killed not a big deal why is this Kobe Bryant touched many people's lives in different areas of life like he was he was a movie producer won a Grammy or Oscar or whatever it was he was an NBA champion um so this guy people grew up watching this guy he brought a lot of joy to a lot of people's lives through his through his abilities on the court or whatever so not only that but what really touched people the most, in my opinion, is that this guy was looked at as invincible by people. And that was a very mortal moment. And I think it shook a lot of people that, that, that were just like, man, if this could happen to, to a guy like that, it could happen to me. And I think that's where a lot of people were really, really shook about that. But for for the sense in the in the sense of the cigar shop shooting and you guys, I want you, your guys' thoughts on this too. For the for you guys that are out there, and you are you are meeting random people on the internet, and when I say you guys, I mean our female listeners. It doesn't matter. So you are meeting random people on the internet. You are meeting random people at places. You never know who you're fucking with. Behind that smile might be something really fucked up and sinister. So before you decide to think with the body parts you shouldn't be thinking with or whatever, get to really know somebody that you're talking to because you never fucking know. Go ahead, Kyle. Sorry. I was going to say, I think that applies to a lot of different things, right? It mm-hmm. could be somebody who's, who has bad motivations or it could be you know, that same person at the cigar shop who's always there with a smile on their face, they might have some shit going on in their life. That's their only outlet, right? 100%. So, I mean, everybody's got something going on. That's just yeah. the world. So, I don't know. It's it's crazy. Um, but it sounds like, from, from my understanding, it sounds like this was like a super targeted thing, and it wasn't like she came in waving a gun around, right? She came in. No, this was targeted. Like, yeah goes up behind the guy and shoots him, which I don't know how anybody could stop that. Yeah, and I mean, she had been there for a little while. It wasn't like she went in there, guns blazing. Literally, she was sitting down with them and laughing. Oh, for real? Yes. That's crazy. Mm -hmm. And um, so, this is scary. This is scary. And it really hit home for me beyond just because I knew the person involved, but because of some shit that I went through this past year with with somebody who couldn't take no. So 
it's just really scary, guys. And I'm telling you, be careful who you associate with, the things you say to people, how you treat them. Your intentions may be one thing, but how they take it, that's what matters. Mm -hmm. How they ultimately interpret your actions and your words is more important than your intentions because if they interpret them in a way, even if you didn't mean it, you're still fucked. So. Yeah. And it's, it's super fucked up too, because I feel like for a lot of us, like the cigar lounge is kind of where you let your guard down, right? You mm -hmm. have whatever conversation, you just be with the people that you're with. So it's like double fucked up. It's not, I don't know, the, the, the setting for that just makes it super crazy to me. Yeah. That was a really somber moment. Yeah. Is there is there more to the story? Why she did it and all? Um, do we know? Yeah. Yeah, I do. I I knew people that knew the the victim too. Mm -hmm. Um. And uh, there was uh, there was a note found in her house, and this is public. There's some stuff that's not public that I'm not going to say, but yeah. this is public. Yeah, um, there was I'm reading note, it right now. Yeah, there was something written on her on her wall in her house or something like "I hate you too, I hope you die" about the gentleman, and I believe there was another guy that was ultimately going to be a target too, but she didn't get to him. Yeah, hmm. that's what it looks like. So. Um, and what's more scary, man, is that, or what's even unfortunate too, is that we look at cigar cigar shops as a as a safe haven, as yeah. a where people go to relax. Yeah, it's just you know, you see something at, like this at a bar, you're kind of like, well, if there's alcohol, and, and I guess you could say that about cigar places too. But you don't go to a cigar place to get drunk. You go to have a social drink, right? Most people. In theory, Cal. In yeah, theory. That's true. <laughs> <laughs> you were you were a teacher. There's sometimes differences between theory and practice. It goes. I hope when kids were in middle school they weren't drunk. Yeah, but that would be I, weird. I, well, I'm sure some were. That's okay. <laughs> You guys ever go to school with those like foreign exchange students? Like when you met them in high especially like the ones from Europe? And they'd be like, Yeah, bro, I've been drinking since I was twelve. Like, I mean Dang. No, but that's just everybody here. Uh, in Wisconsin? <laughs> yeah. Wisconsin. yeah. Just the but way these, of life. But you know, that was the interesting thing about it is drinking was just a normal part of their culture. Mm -hmm. So it was like, okay, we'd have a beer. Yeah, we looking they wouldn't get go overboard. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yep. So yeah, that that's yeah, that was a that was a sobering moment. And I'm I'm gonna tell you guys, man, life is too short. Spread love. Be a good fucking person. Don't be a prick. It's not worth it. It really isn't. No, and I think all these stories too, they all they all kind of show at, at some point we're all going out. Right. Yeah. No matter how we go, we're going out. So, 
you know, what kind of legacy are you going to leave? Are you going to leave that you were a, a good person? Are you going to leave that you were, you know, what are you, what are you going to leave here? Because it yep. ain't going to be yourself anymore, and you ain't going to be able to talk through it. Yeah. What were your guys' thoughts? I mean, you guys aren't really sports fans. So how did, and I guess when you heard about the shooting at, at the shop in Lyle, and then you heard about the cult, what were your guys' reactions? Because it obviously didn't touch, I guess, you in the same way it touched me because I, I knew the, you know, at least the people in the shooting. But what were your guys' thoughts? Shooting-wise, um, just not good for the cigar industry at the moment. <laughs> uh, obviously, a shooting's never good, but uh, with the uh, with all the cigar stuff going on, especially wasn't good. Uh, and yeah. then I didn't hear I didn't hear anything beyond what had happened. I mean, I just heard she had shot some people, so I didn't know anything until right. you guys just said it. Um, and then Kobe Bryant, I mean, I'm not a sports fan. I knew who he was and whatnot, but that's about it. So it's always crappy when something like that happens to somebody. Um, I knew he was, uh, to my knowledge, a uh, pretty stand up good dude. I mean, he was never in the media for stupid shit. Uh, earlier in his career he was, but. He yeah he got he got into some shit okay yeah when he was when he was as he matured he became a whole different person I mean you have to understand the guy entered the NBA at 17 years old yeah I mean most of us could barely wipe our own ass at 17 let alone we're playing in the National Basketball Association and the amount of whatever thrown at you but he really became a hell of a father and just an absolute artist like beyond just basketball he was so multifaceted you know so. yeah the thing that struck me about the kobe thing is that like everybody seems to be sort of mourning this right mm-hmm. in a way that you haven't seen in i don't know how long i don't know the last time i saw everybody be like oh that was fucked up like there, september yeah. 11th like yeah 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 what you, a, you hate to go there but yeah but like I can't think of anything between where it was so many people. I mean, a lot of celebrities have died in between, but for some reason it hasn't impacted everybody I know as much. And, I will, I, and yeah. I'm not a sports fan, so it's weird. Yeah. I mean, there, I, and this goes back to, I think, there were so many people that viewed guys like Kobe, guys like Jordan, guys like, you know, uh, a Wayne Gretzky or, uh, whatever, man, whatever sport you want to, these guys that become just larger than life icons in people's minds, they become almost like invincible and immortal. And I think this was a big wake up call for a lot of people that we are all mortal. Like you said, Cal, we all go out. And I think it made a lot of people just stop and be like, damn, you know, I mean, the guy was taking his daughter to her basketball game. Yeah, it's fucked up. You know? Super random fact. This has nothing to do with anything. Uh, You talked about Wayne Gretzky. I learned Mm -hmm. something interesting about Wayne Gretzky the other day. Mm -hmm. Uh, He had a brother that was in the NHL. Mm -hmm. 
and those two guys hold the NHL record for the most combined points by two brothers. Did you know this? No. So Wayne had 2,857 points. Mm -hmm. Brent had four. Mm -hmm. And they combined to be the the best brothers (laughs) ever. Yeah, I can see that. Uh, (laughs) The best family ever had 2,934 NHL points. Uh, So 73 more than Wayne and Brent combined. But there were six of them. The Sutters or Suiters? Yeah. Yeah. So if if you took any five of them, they would lose to the two Gretzkys. Yeah. So, sorry, that was beside the point, but absolutely floored me at how good a hockey player Wayne Gretzky was. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. We are all mortal. Yep. Ain't shit you can do about it. Nope. Hmm. And you know, even Sorry, even go. beyond that, like some of our listeners are probably younger than us, right? Mm-hmm. Your ass gonna fall apart someday, kids. Yeah. <laughs> Everything's just gonna start hurting. <laughs> Welcome yep. to life. Yeah. <laughs> Emotionally and physically. Right. right. <laughs> You're sitting there thinking, "Oh man, life is gonna get better." Yeah. No. No, I mean, in some ways, sure. But yeah. <laughs> you're, you're, not gonna, you're at the peak physical condition of your life right now. Yeah. yeah. Whatever you felt at 17, just remember that was probably the peak. And then uh, maybe 18. But 18, you know, we went away to college and started to have some responsibilities. But, yeah. Oh, you did college wrong. What, you started <laughs> at 16, 15? Oh, no, I mean, no, he didn't get res- responsibilities. He didn't get responsibilities. <laughs> I can say Kyle was like one of those guys that finished college at 18. No. I did I did uh, leave high school early to go to college, though. Mm. So. Like a fact. year, semester? Just a semester. What a badass. My name and Pimp often go together. Yeah, they do. Right. Kind of like guys that skip college go to the NBA. That was you, Cal. I know. It's the same exact thing. Yeah, I can see that. <laughs> what else we got? Uh, I got some weird stories. You want to go with uh, weird stories? All right. All right. So. This is uh, not as weird as human leg meat, is it? <laughs> uh, I Weirder. Don't, I don't think so. No. <laughs> no. Well, That's you, pretty fucking weird. Let's, let's, <laughs> you salivating? Let's, no, not at all, actually. That was weird. I'm still fucked up about that conversation. Let's get weird. Let's get weird. All right, so uh, there were some traffic cameras in Washington near a highway, and from multiple different views, they caught what they're saying could be Bigfoot sightings. Do you guys believe in Bigfoot? Where was this at? Washington State. I mean, it's some blurry ass cameras, just like always. Have you have you seen it? The pictures? I saw pictures. It's blurry, like always. What do you? Uh, does it look like Bigfoot? Does it look like you would imagine Bigfoot looked? I mean, if you if you squint, sure. <laughs> <laughs> so not really. 
You're not a Bigfoot person? Um, Bigfoot's big here in Oklahoma, but not among me. (laughs) (laughs) You see a lot of, uh, I don't even know what the sticker is. It's some Bigfoot. Sighting. Oh, that's a Steve Sacco logo, bro. Is, <laughs> <laughs> no, long before him, because he's not big here. <laughs> nah. Um, no select purveyors. Yeah, uh, God, I can't remember the the little. I don't know what it is. Sasquatch hunting something. I don't know what it is. The the TV show? No, no, no. no. You'll see the stickers on people's cars here. Oh, Trump 2020. Well, you definitely see that. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, So I just watched the video. It it looks to me like, you you know, those like full size, like snowsuits that are like one piece. Yeah. Looks like a guy walking around in one of those. (laughs) In a a onesie. Maybe they were just filming one of those uh, beef jerky commercials. That's probably what it was. Yeah. Where'd you find? Where'd you find it at? Uh, it's this. This particular thing is on the Mercury News. Ooh. Yeah, I don't. I don't think that's. I don't think that's Bigfoot. I, I'm not a believer, though, so you got to be careful about these things. Yeah. I don't know where I stand on all that. I mean, I suppose it's all possible. No one's ever been able to disprove it. No one's ever been able to really prove it. So whatever. If it's there, it's kind of like aliens. You know, if they exist, they exist. And, uh... But, like, is disproof really the right level of of scrutiny here there's a lot of things i can't disprove but that are really fucking unlikely all right i mean that just seems like probably not the right level of okay what's more likely to happen you give up beer bigfoot really does exist or danny gives up red bull (laughs) One of those things is happening right this fucking minute. Yes. That's only for a couple of days. <laughs> well, I don't know. I'm talking about Bigfoot walking across my screen. <laughs> oh. No, but Danny, Danny, I don't know, man. It depends. Like, if you if you were a betting person and somebody said, you got to play, listen, if you win, you get five million bucks. And they said, you got to, you bet either Mook House stops drinking, Bigfoot exists. Danny stops drinking Red Bull. I would I would go with Bigfoot. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, for five million dollars, I'll never have a drink of alcohol again. No, you so don't get I'll the take five million dollars. The person betting does. Yeah. Well, that's, you're saying I'm betting you, though. You can't bet on yourself. Remember, this is what? you know uh, no, no Pete Rose. This is Pete Rose. <laughs> no, <laughs> it's not can do that. He didn't bet on himself. Fuck. Uh... <laughs> Can I split it with Danny and two and a half million each and he never has Red Bull? Nope. That, that's not going to happen. Drew, what would you, you'd bet on Bigfoot, seriously? <laughs> over over Danny or, well. What's that? Well, 
Cal's not giving up booze for sure. <laughs> Wait, dudes or booze? <laughs> Take your pick, whatever. <laughs> Cal's Cal's definitely not giving up booze. So it would it would be Danny or Bigfoot. And I don't think Danny's given up Red Bull. He's he's tried before and it didn't work. What's yeah. he, okay? Let let let's play this out. Let's say Danny does because cows off the table. That's not happening. Yeah, that ain't. But <laughs> that's that's fair. <laughs> Even for the next ten minutes, I'm not giving up alcohol. <laughs> so so if Danny gives up Red Bull, what's he gonna replace it with? Monster. I mean, he's got to go to something, right? He's not yeah. he's not going cold turkey. No. <laughs> Probably coffee, right? It's got to be coffee. He's, was he a coffee guy? He's not much of a coffee guy, is he? Like cold brew coffee, though? That is good. Dude, I feel just, like that's the next, but the if next thing for him. If you're a Red Bull fan, though, there's no replacing Red Bull. There's nothing oh, else. No, 100%. No, not at all. No, 100%. I don't know. Yeah. I feel like you're setting somebody up to lose $5 million. Yeah, because those are all losing bets. If you, if you bet on Bigfoot, there's no way to, to confirm it. So you really can never win. But at least if you bet on Bigfoot, you certainly can't lose either. <laughs> it's you literally go out just... with those. Yeah. You just go into the woods with those, like, Weird, hairy guys that make squatch calls. Yeah. Have you guys seen That's that your show life. before? That's Ooh. People do that shit. Yeah. People are fucking weird. Dude. There, I, you, there are some people that truly, truly believe Sasquatches exist. <laughs> but, like, where did they get the calls from? <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> My question is, what's the basis for for all of this that people believe in? That you know. that still image or whatever from nineteen seventy or whatever. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I don't know, man. I mean, I guess here's the thing. I mean, they are they are discovering new species all the time. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, so I don't know. I mean, who knows? It fucking might exist. You think this eight-foot creature's just been hiding, though? Well, there's a lot of unexplored shit in the world. I, I agree. If you said he lived at the bottom of the ocean, I would say it's probable. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I mean, if they, can get, if they can get a giant squid to come when they call, which they can do now, and they can't find this fucker, he ain't there. There's... No way. There's no way. He doesn't. Either way, I still put my money on that over you and Danny. Yeah, I do too. <laughs> I mean I'm I'm fine with that. I don't I'm not gonna argue the point. <laughs> uh, yeah. What else we got, Kyle? All right. So some more fun stories. Um so two guys in Mississippi, they bought a lottery ticket and they lost. So what they did is what any intelligent person would do, which somehow none of us have thought to do, is they took the winning numbers and they glued them on top. Mm, and then nice. they turned it in. And it didn't work and they got caught. Okay. So what I'm curious about is this is a $100,000 lottery ticket, right? 
what would be a reasonable punishment for being that fucking stupid? They'd have to go through school again. Like all of it? Yeah. All of it. <laughs> Start from kindergarten, motherfucker. Is that the worst thing that you can do, though, out there? A lot of people people are are doing a lot worse. Yeah, they're doing a lot worse, but these guys are so blatantly dumb. That's yeah, what throws that's me what off, right? Like, there's a chance you can get away with some shit. They shouldn't be allowed to roam freely. I mean, it's just it's too big of a risk. Well, a lot of people should not be. <laughs> Sounds like that. What would I mean, you do with them if you were the if you were the judge and they came to your courtroom, Drew? What would you do with these guys? Judge Drew. <laughs> this is what we need. <laughs> judge Drew. This should be the yeah, fucking segment. New, new segment. <laughs> judge Drew. Fuck yeah. the deep thoughts. This is better. Yeah. Judge Drew. So yeah. fuck them. <laughs> so how much was the ticket? The lottery ticket? Uh, it would have won. Would have won a hundred thousand dollars. That's it. But it won nothing. If you're gonna do it, at least freaking get a get a mil plus out of it. Okay. So, so what's the punishment? So so that's a felony, right? Forging, forging. I don't know what. I that mean, there's is. some there's some tampering and forging, and there's some there's some shit here. It's bad. I don't, so yeah, probably. If it's, not, if it's not a presidential election, you can do it. Basically. <laughs> <laughs> Mo with the like slight jabs over and over today. So uh, it'd have to be something good, a little on the evil side, like something stupid back though. Like pl- like you, you play stupid games, you get stupid results, win uh-huh. stupid prizes. So they would have to. Uh, they wouldn't need to necessarily go to jail, but maybe like uh, they would have to go clean all the uh, park bathrooms. That'd be pretty bad. Like, like all of them in all of the state? Yeah. Like rest Damn. stop bathrooms, parks, yeah. parks and rest stops. I mean, what, what, in whatever state they're in, whatever, whatever state they committed the crime in. It's Mississippi. Okay. Oof. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Good luck. That's brutal. All right, so they clean all the bathrooms. Yeah, that's what I say. Like rest stops, parks, whatever would be like uh, state-owned like bathrooms. Like each one once and you're done? Yeah, I think that'd be good. It's going to take them some time. <laughs> Probably. Ooh. Damn. All right. My Judge thought was spoken. that they, they live in Mississippi, so they've already they've <laughs> already done their time. <laughs> wow. Time Drew, served. Drew, do you have, do you have a gavel-like slamming uh, sound? No, I'll have, to, I'll have to get one. Yeah, that'd be... I, I think this is going to be the new segment. Weird stories with judgments by Drew. That's a fucking great segment. I think so. This is where we we crack our top listener lists. Mm. Nice. 
All right, so one more weird story, then a couple other sort of short topics. Uh, so recently, the temperatures in Florida got down into the 30s, which is really fucking cold wow. right, for there. Yeah. Uh, so they have iguanas. Have you guys heard about this? No. 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 All right, so iguanas are cold-blooded. Yeah. And if it gets below freezing, they sort of temporarily freeze, right? Mm-hmm. And iguanas live in trees. So when they freeze, they fucking fall down like iguana rain. Oh, jeez. Um, and sometimes they live from that. They just warm up and it's fine. And sometimes they die and people eat the iguana meat. Mm-hmm. So yeah. following up on last week, would you eat iguana meat that fell down onto like your fucking car from a tree? Bro, when you when you drive on the Pan American Highway, like from Managua to Esteli or whatever, there are people selling iguanas on the side of the road. Really? Yeah. Live ones or dead? did you try yeah. one? Live? No, absolutely not. I don't fuck with reptiles. <laughs> but I'll tell you, uh, there's a lot of people that eat iguana meat. I don't think that that's really, that's not that wouldn't be. I mean, it's exotic, I guess, in a way. But there's a lot of people that eat that. I don't. I would okay. I would try iguana. I don't. I wouldn't try it that way. <laughs> yeah, it would have to be humanely killed. Not. Eh, I don't. I don't. Uh, it's dead either just, way. Yeah, but I. I don't. I'm not. Uh, I'm not picking up like roadkill and freaking <laughs> cooking it up at the house. But if I went to like a restaurant where you could get like buffalo and gator and ever and they had iguana, okay, I'd try it. Have you had gator? Uh, yes, I have. How is it? It was all right. I didn't. It wasn't it's bad. not good. It's okay. You've had it too, Cal? Yeah. It's not great. It's not great, but it wasn't like bad either. It's like a stringy chicken. Yeah, I was going to say it's kind of like chicken, but a lot of people, <laughs> they say that about everything. It's like chicken. But the texture is kind of fucked up. Yeah, it's mm. different. There are people that swear by these, like, fried alligator bites. And it's like, dude, you could fucking fry anything. I mean, well, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I, I do like the idea of eating something that could eat me back. Right, that seems fair. Like a T-Rex? Like an alligator, right? <laughs> like, if I fought an alligator, that fucker's eating me. I don't know. You, you if might. I fought a chicken, it's not eating me, right? Like that's not that's not a fight. Mm. Like a, a code of a code of the wild by Mukau. Sort of, it, yeah. Your your sensitivities stem from your name, Mukau Rich, so you kind of feel like. I eat so many cows. Yeah, me too. <laughs> Let me ask you. I was thinking about this the other day. How many people actually call you Rich? How many people call you Mukau? And how many people just have shortened it to cow? So literally nobody I know in real life calls me cow. <laughs> uh, literally no one. No one in real life. Yeah. <laughs> what the fuck is this? <laughs> so when I see Mo, that's the only time I get called cow. Or if I get like a cigar thing, that might be it. Fake life. Uh, the people I know on social media might be cow or moo cow or moo. Or rich. It could be anything. That's kind of a toss-up. It's just funny, because it's like, if I met you anywhere other than, like, Instagram or Reddit, mm-hmm. right? I'm rich. 
<laughs> how did you how did you come up with this name? <laughs> That's a screen name that I started using on AOL way back in the day in like seventh grade. Cause I was from Wisconsin. I like cows. You gotcha. Know, yeah. As you do. Uh, and I just stuck with the screen name. Cause why the fuck not? That's, that's pretty good. Do you guys remember the days of like AOL instant messenger? Oh, I do. That was the best way to talk to anybody ever. Yeah. What a, what an, in- <clears throat> so I, I, Think back. I, I think the early 2000s were the perfect mix of technology and and still being fucking human beings. Yeah. Like no, you, had, right. you had you're cell right. phones, but they weren't like they were actually used to talk. You know what I mean? And like you would use it when you wanted to talk to somebody. Um, the Internet was actually used like differently. It wasn't like. I don't know, man. There was no social media, but you were still able to do the internet and all of that. People still actually I mean, spent time together. The internet was, to be fair, still used for mostly porn at the time. Yeah. It st- still is. Yeah, exactly. That's what I'm saying. It's never been anything except porn. Uh, and there were plenty of chat rooms and all that kind of shit, which right. is the, the social media of the day. Right. ASL. (laughs) Do people ever use that anymore? Is that a thing anymore? Must not be. That's a chat room thing. Tell us, is that a thing? People, people younger than us won't know what that is. I'll. uh, So we've got this guy that works for us that uh, is twenty-two. I will. uh, I will ask him tomorrow. And uh, I bet he doesn't know. Well, now everything's associated with pictures, right? So, like, everybody posts their pictures. And then you already know where they're at because they tag themselves where they're at. Yeah. So, you know, you kind of don't need that. (laughs) Extra layer of security. Sometimes you still need the S. (laughs) Yeah, more than (laughs) ever, probably. Okay, so check this out. Urban Dictionary defines ASL. Age, sex, location, the mating call of the barely post-pubescent teenager. Typically, the male initiates this signal as an attempt to attract a female (laughs) that can give an honest reply to his liking. More often, however, the male is fooled by another male, generally much older, (laughs) who will impersonate his dream girl for his own sick, sadistic Uh, pleasure. That's awesome. That's the truth, too. Yeah, spot on. Nailed it. Urban Dictionary really is a gem. (laughs) Yeah, that's good stuff, though. But it used to be, back in the day, you'd only know somebody's screen name and nothing else about them, so you had to ask their age, sex, and location. Yeah. Yeah. We should start putting that as, like, an Instagram comment on stuff. No. Bring it back. Where's where's Old West? (laughs) Yeah. Oh, bless. Bust out the ASL, dude. Oh, oh boy. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, people need to know who that is. I mean, he is just uh, a maverick. 
<laughs> yeah. Social media maverick. That's <laughs> Dave's dad. And, uh, <laughs> the guy, he was a horn dog. <laughs> Fall for every thirst trap. You probably know somebody just like him, right? Yeah. Everybody does. There's that guy who's just like, he's going after all the ladies. He might be old, but he's going. Yeah, it ain't going to stop him. Yeah. Miss a hundred percent of the shots you do take. <laughs> he was he was playing the odds. I I don't think it worked out in his favor. Speaking, yeah, no, I don't think they did. Either, we don't know. But speaking of uh, things we miss, uh, last week we did forget with Oliver. We did forget one of the questions that Mape had. He said, "Where does the steroid?" Uh, era in baseball fall where um, in that you know pantheon of cheating and how egregious it was oh sure so I just want to hit on that real quick that home run chase with Mark McGuire and Sammy Sosa may have actually saved baseball and so anybody and the truth is it was a pretty level playing field because everybody was juicing I'm not saying it's right. I'm not saying that all these guys should be in the Hall of Fame. That's up for people that live, breathe, and whatever baseball. But that home run chase saved baseball. So for me, it was not egregious at all. Just it was part of the game. People have been taking performance-enhancing stuff forever, and they still do. The cheaters will always be ahead of the testers. It's just how it goes. I think they should just make it like pro bodybuilding and just freaking let them have at it. <laughs> you might as well. You're right. Dude, just can you imagine some of the stuff we'd see? Oh. They'd have to like double the field. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I mean, these guys are naturally just you know obviously physical specimens but look if you followed baseball at all in the 90s and you you know it's 91 92 barry bonds you know looks like he is uh, a soccer player and um mark mcguire was always kind of bigger but still man he looked like you know an accountant and then fucking uh, you know, Sammy Sosa was, was literally like a light pole. You fast forward to 1998, 1999, 2000, these guys look like NFL linebackers, you know, or, and it's just like, okay, you don't just start putting on that kind of muscle at 35 years old. You just don't. You're supposed to be going the other way. <laughs> you know what I mean? So, like, I don't know why this shocks people. Drew, how long you been going to the gym? 20 years or so? Uh, probably longer than that, yeah. If somebody says to you, look at that guy, is he juicing or not? Nine times, maybe 9.9 times out of 10, you're going to be able to tell. Oh, yeah. Right? Yeah. Yeah. So anybody that says they didn't know, or anybody that says, well, yeah, maybe it's natural, Get the fuck out of here. Stop it. <laughs> <laughs> We're amateurs and we can tell. You know? Whatever. 
let him do it. And they had to do this whole Mitchell report and, and hire a former senator to, to tell you who was juicing. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Mo Malley could have done that shit for free. <laughs> oh, man. Unbelievable. Yep. But no, to me, that saved baseball, so I have no problem with that. I think that home run chase was fucking awesome. And being, even though I'm not a Cub fan, I did love Sammy Sosa at the time. So I literally would watch every Cub game just to see if Sammy Sosa would hit a home run. Just, you know. I believe I believe I was at a game where he extended his streak in that home, rec- home run record season. No, really? Which was pretty fucking cool. The hell yeah. It was an amazing time to be a baseball fan. There was a guy by the name of Brady Anderson that hit like five home runs in his entire career. In 1998, he hit 50. Jeez. Now, there are other ramifications for for the cheating stuff. Like, here's how I would equate it. Like, if, if somebody were to start putting shit in their cigars that's not natural... And then they just start selling a shit ton of cigars. And then the guys that are trying to do it natural are now going to be penalized because of the shit that the guys that were doing unnatural stuff are doing. I'd be pissed. Oh, wait. (laughs) That's happening. Weird how that works. Yeah. All right, then. Um... (laughs) So let's switch gears before uh, before Mo makes some enemies here. Um, some fake enemies. Um, <clears throat> so uh, I don't have a transition for this at all. What are your least favorite kinds of people on social media? Who asked this? You did originally. <laughs> you did. Oh, I did? <laughs> well, because we've been just talking about a lot of this. Look. This actually has nothing to do with cigars, but so there was this, there's a site and it's called like influencers in the wild or something like this. Have you guys seen this? Mm, we're like, nope, people take going pic- now. We're like, people take pictures of people doing like their influencer shit. <laughs> so it's like, it's hilarious. What are they influencing? Well, you know, just whatever. If they have like a following base and whatnot. Oh, you know. It's it's people taking ridiculous fucking pictures, but they're taking pictures of the people taking those ridiculous pictures. Yes, exactly. That sounds good. That sounds better than the influencers. Is it a website? There's an Instagram account called Influencers in the Wild. All right. Where are you going with that, Mo? I was just saying, I I guess the ramifications of people portraying themselves in ways in which they are not. We talked about remember when we talked we talked about some of the stuff like <laughs> how people are affected. 
<laughs> so like, so hold on. So like, if you have all. What's so funny? Drew's falling well, apart well, over here. Two videos <laughs> in. <laughs> Jesus. Uh, what happened? Uh, second video into this Instagram account. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, you're on it. Yeah. Oh, all right. What, what what just happened? This girl's like upside down, spread eagle, and this other girl's taking pictures of her on the beach. <laughs> okay, so I have to give credit to the guys from Smoke Maniunk on that one. I think it was G Fizzle or Costa, one of the two. So they, but by creating these unrealistic scenarios and this like ESPN highlight stuff of lives, it has ramifications on on people that have just normal lives. And it's like there, there's going to be study after study, I feel like, going into the future, and even there is now. But even more so, the effects of this type of behavior on, on human psyche and society and all of that and, and the crazy shit people do as a, as a result of it. I mean, it's fucking horrible. <laughs> Let's be fair about that. It's bad. <laughs> Everything's fake. Everything. Uh... And that bleeds into people's lives. Yeah. You know? Yep. I mean, just just think about how how great your life is when nobody's around taking fucking pictures of you all the time. Mm-hmm. This site is amazing. Well, I'm not getting any work done tomorrow. <laughs> <laughs> no different than any other day. Well, yeah. that's true. I'll just be screwing off a different way that's fair uh <laughs> so so drew what are your least favorite social media people the ones that take their watch off with their cigar to take pictures of it <laughs> there you go i don't i don't actually i don't care but it's when it becomes like every photo that they're watching car keys are in it and then they're whatever else <laughs> Come on. If it's about the cigar, then let's see the cigar. If it's about the watch, then just freaking have the watch in there. Yeah, nothing wrong with that. That's legit. Uh, I'm going to go with the the slightly different. Uh, the thirsty guy is definitely my my least favorite social media guy. Like, calm down, take a cold shower, bro. every single time one of those fuckers pops up i just laugh because i'm like what the fuck what what happens in your life that you decided (sighs) that it's a great idea to say hey babe you're so beautiful on some stranger's (laughs) instagram photo (laughs) fuck that is pretty good i just don't get it What is somebody doing? I guess it's like Old West where he's just playing the odds and he's like, one of these girls is going to think it's awesome. No, nobody was going to think yes. But they won't. <laughs> the odds are zero. <laughs> zero. Fucking zero. It's Literally. like it, these are the same people that go to a restaurant and think that the waitress is hitting on them because they're serving them something well, and that's, smiling. That's true. Which is their fucking job. Yeah. It's crazy. 
I don't know. The only the only thing that sounds like worse than being a thirst trap is being a thirsty guy. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, because ultimately they only exist because of dudes like that. Oh yeah. And I don't. I mean, in the end, I don't blame them. If you if you know you've got something you can sell, fucking a, right? Yeah. So. <laughs> Drew's still looking at that Instagram. Holy cow! Ridiculous. I re- I really <laughs> wish they could. How's that? Ma- I guess. <laughs> yeah, you better believe it. I wish they could match up the the other photo that was actually taken with these. <laughs> Someone needs to do that. They need to get after they video the person doing it. They need to get with the person and be like, "Hey, send me, send me the picture you actually got." I think you got to do the detective work and find that shit. Uh. If I didn't have a job, I might be interested. It's worth like a couple thousand likes. Some of these, some of these, you just wonder what the hell's going on. (laughs) Hey, uh, so what was it? Not last week, the week before. I, uh, I changed up our intro. Yeah. Yeah. Did you guys notice? I did. Mo did. So I got a question for you guys. Can you name five things that Rick Astley is never going to do? Give you up, let you down, <laughs> run around, desert you, <laughs> make you cry, uh, say goodbye, tell a lie and hurt you. Man, cow. <laughs> wow. You're good. Is that enough? There's more than five. Yeah, you got me there, cow. I only have one. Good save. Cow's that dude that I would love to be in a group project with. Oh yeah. <laughs> he'd do I mean, all, I've, he'd do I've all successfully the, rickrolled ten thousand people at once. He'd do all the work and <laughs> we could collect all the benefits like we do every week on this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> what can I say except you're welcome? <laughs> Cow is a legend, but nobody knows him as Cow, apparently. <laughs> yeah, not a fucking person. <laughs> <laughs> Rich. Rich. New uh, Cow Dick. Dude, someday when I get older, <laughs> I'm going to go buy Dick. You have to. You, you have, have to. to go yeah. buy it? You're going to go buy it? <laughs> you know, every now and then. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, my my grandpa was dick though, so I got to be older before Ooh. I can make oh, that work. Yeah, you make, yeah what, what at what switch. age does a Richard become dick? I don't know. Wonder if our listeners have a thought. I think it used to be different back in the day. Ooh. From birth. Yeah, I feel like you could have been dick at like twenty, but like now, mm-hmm. dick is is more about penis than it used to be. <laughs> sure. Yeah. No, surely not. (laughs) (laughs) But I think that's the best part. (laughs) That it's more about dick? (laughs) Right, you're like, hey, call me dick. And they're like, this is uncomfortable. And you're like, I don't care. (laughs) 
How about, <laughs> how about that Fresh Prince episode where uh, there was like one white couple at a party and uh, the guy introduced himself to Will and he's like, call me Whitey. And Will's like, well, uh. <laughs> oh, yeah. That's what that kind of is. I think you Same should... thing. Mm-hmm. I, think I, always, should... I, I always had a hard time calling somebody Dick, even if that's what they wanted to be called. Yeah, a hard time. Yeah, a hard time. <laughs> <laughs> I think uh, I think you should Choke, start doing it when you that one out when, when your kids start dating. Hey, what? I think you should start t- you should start telling people to call you Dick when your kids start dating. Ooh. Oh, there you go. Yeah. <laughs> You're like hi, I'm. My, people call me Rich, except you. You're going to call me Daddy Dick. <laughs> <laughs> They're like, hello, sir. I'm here to pick up your daughter. Call me Dick. <laughs> <laughs> okay, Dick. <laughs> what else? Uh, we got our shout-outs to, to other podcasts that we have to do. Do it. Uh, so TLE podcast, Cigar Noise Boys. If you don't listen to those guys, hit them up for sure. Uh, you may be a fan of the Hot Ticket podcast. Those guys do a, a little bit of a different thing than we do, and it's pretty fun. Um, I don't know. Other, other podcasts you guys want to sort of throw out there? Uh, those uh, Cigar Heads. They, I was on there not long ago. They do a nice job, too. Danny. Yeah, mostly, except for that one. Yeah, that was... I suck, but um, <laughs> I'm not a fun guy. <laughs> oh man! No, that was a good one though. Some oh, so eight oh eight Rudy wanted us to. He was like, when we talked about destinations for IPCPR and, or you know even TPE whatever, we never mentioned Arizona as a as a spot to have it. I guess I don't know why that didn't cross our mind. Maybe because we were talking about more central places. What about more? Oklahoma? When did we talk about this? <laughs> a long time ago. He said he went back and listened to some old episodes. Oh. So it was obviously the summer. So I think that's when we did it after IPCPR. Quit, quit living in the past, people. Yeah. Yeah, I quit living in <laughs> Arizona, Arizona has that same problem as Nevada, though, where it's just dry as fuck, right? Uh, in July, well, he's saying if you put, like, if you did, like, how TPE is this week, if you did it at this time of the year. Oh, maybe. I don't know. Does he want to host it at his house? Is that what's going on? Yeah, maybe. Done. Set it up. We'll be there. We'll podcast. I mean, Arizona. From there next Arizona year. is a good cigar destination. Yeah. I really have no idea how that happened, but it's true. Yeah, it really is. Because like Pennsylvania makes sense because of the the taxes. Mm-hmm. Does Arizona have something like that going on? No, I forgot what their tax rate is, but it's pretty. It's relatively low. Or but it's not like lower than none. California. No, it's not none. I think the only places with none, excuse me, are Florida and Pennsylvania. Yeah, so I don't, I don't know how it became like a big cigar place. I, 
Somebody's got to enlighten us on this. Rudy, Rudy, tell us all about it, man. How, How Arizona happened. did? Yeah. Well, I. Well, first, first of all, Arizona is a, a hotbed for transplants and uh, spring training. Okay. So you have a lot of stuff going on, plus like car shows and uh, golf. So there's a lot going on there during throughout the course of the year that bring people to that state. So you're talking money. Yeah, bro. Yeah. If if you are if you've been at Scottsdale, I don't think I have actually. Have uh, not either. No. Money on money, man. That's nuts. Money talks, so, and it brings so, in the cigars. Yeah. And then there's a. Uh, yeah, no, there's a lot going on. So, you know, it's not a bad, it wouldn't be a bad idea. Plus, they have 60, I think it's like 65 cigar shops or 67 cigar shops in the Phoenix, Scottsdale area. It's crazy. That is crazy. Oh, yeah, I mean, I've always, I've long said, oh, most underrated cigar market in the country. People talk about Florida. They talk about Texas. They talk about Atlanta. They talk about maybe New York or even Chicago, but. Arizona is a big cigar market, man. Well, Phoenix is only 1.6 million people. No. No. That's not huge for that. No. No. How many how many shops does Chicago have? I don't know. Three. Three. Yeah, really, yeah one that matters. <laughs> well, yeah. Um, but no, I mean, Chicago's got a decent amount, but, but it's not, it's not as many as you just said. No. And Chicago's bigger. Yep. That's crazy. No, no. There's an untapped market. I wonder. Yeah. I mean, yeah, there's just different stuff throughout the year that bring people there too. Like I said, spring training, man, think about it. You have all these teams from all over their fans go to spring training. My brother goes to spring training every year for the White Sox. You know, there's tons of people like him like that. We just got a new shop. What's it called? Um, I don't know, actually. It's another Fogan Bates shop. Mm. Funny enough, in Arizona, they just opened a new cigar shop called Chicago Jerry's. Yeah? So, yeah. Can you get patinas there? I mean, not yet, but he better. <laughs> it's a name like that. That'd be like having Portillo's on a sign and not having Italian beef. Exactly. I, mean, just, I was just wondering, can you get an Italian beef at Chicago Jerry's? I don't think so. I believe oh. it's just Cigar Lounge. Bro, if they allowed food in a cigar shop in the same place, like here, oh my, I have so many ideas to do with that, but you just can't. It sucks. Are you allowed to in Wisconsin serve food with with smoking? Uh, I don't know of anywhere that that really does it. That's some Just weird bring your own food. Yeah, that's what we do here too. I think you can serve like snacks or appetizers or something. Yeah, but no food, which is weird. Who freaking cares? Like, dude, who, you're telling me ridiculous. 
Who who made up that crap? Probably some liberal commie. (laughs) 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 I'm sorry. Tobacco. Look, man. Look. I smoke cigars. (laughs) I love smoking cigars. I would smoke cigars everywhere if I could. There's one place that I thank God that they disallowed cigar smoking or smoking in general, and that's on airplanes. I can't even begin to imagine what that must have been like. Dude, I'd love to fire up a cigar on an airplane. <laughs> oh, stop it. This ain't expendables, bro. Dude. Yeah, middle seat on American Airlines flight, whatever, to wherever, and you're sitting there with two people smoking on each side. You know, I'm good. Well, not cigarette smoke, but cigar I'd be all right with. Like a pimp-ass private plane? Yeah. That's different. <laughs> Can't count that. Or Raymond Reddington. Pimp-ass. That's what you'd want, though, man. You'd be, like, flying around in your private plane with your friends smoking cigars. That would be the shit. Yeah. Okay. Maybe if you're, yeah. But we're not doing that. <laughs> we're, we're, we're lucky we're not flying cargo at this point, okay? <laughs> Can you smoke in the cargo? That's a good question. Yeah, that's how they send cigars from Nicaragua, though. From cargo on flights, commercial flights. Yeah. That's how pretty much every package is shipped, isn't it? I think so. A lot of them. But people, I've had people, a lot of people ask me, well, do they come on, a, on like a ship? I said, no. That's expensive. Yeah. And slow. Takes forever. Yeah, yeah these are not uh, automobiles from Stuttgart, Stuttgart or whatever. <laughs> They'd be well aged by the time you got them. Yeah. Really well aged. <laughs> Two-year patina. That nice sea air really uh, caressing mm-hmm. those cigars. That's right. <laughs> oh, jeez. Uh, what else, Cal? I don't have anything else. That's it. That's Do the you have of, anything else? It's the end of the show. Uh, I think that's it. That's all I got. All right. Judge Drew. That's the new segment. If people have things they want judged... Send them in. Let's That's do gonna it. be fucking we'll, fantastic. We'll, oh, we're hilarious. We'll, it's gonna be a spin-off show in, we'll <laughs> in ju- no time. Oh, absolutely. Judge Drew. Throw it up, I'll judge it. <laughs> <laughs> and he will give you answers between but beyond just fuck them. <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> judge Drew. But in all seriousness, the last thing I want to end with, in light of everything that has happened this week, let people close to you in your life, let them know how much you love them. You know, let people know how much you care about them and how much they mean to you. Nobody's immortal. Nobody's invincible. No matter how much money you have, okay, or or whatever, uh, just be good to each other. True that. Anything else? That's all I got. <laughs> oh. Nah. Yeah, and send in those things for Judge Drew. That has potential to be absolutely hilarious. Well, I'm involved. This might be the so best that... idea we've ever had. I'm involved, so it there's not a whole be. lot of potential. <laughs> What's that? I'm involved with it, so there's not a whole lot of potential. <laughs> <laughs> you don't have to do shit except judge, though, and that's like, yeah. that's your forte. <laughs> yeah. We need to get Drew... 
Yeah, we need to get Drew like a, a picture of Drew in a robe and like one of those old like uh, wigs, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That would be baller. I'll would see be. if I can make that happen. Mm-hmm. You just got that shit laying around. <laughs> I have Amazon. That's, that's true. That's and better. Photoshop. That's Can better. they deliver to Oklahoma? Dude, we have a Amazon warehouse here. I can get same day shit. Really? Yes. All right, for tomorrow's post, we expect <laughs> a powdered wig and a fucking robe. I'll get on there here in just a minute and check. Sure enough. There you go. He's just saying that he's going to pull it out of his kinky sex box. I might already have it, too. Yeah. You never know. <laughs> Drew's a big leathers guy. Oh, Probably definitely. So. You got uh, to... Hashtag cigar daddy. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> cigar daddy. All right, boys. All right. You guys Cheers. have a good one. See ya. See you guys. Bye. Thank you for listening to the Salt and Smoke Cigar Cast. Be sure to check us out on all the social media platforms, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter. Uh, email us either about the podcast or about our cigar line at thesaltandsmoke at gmail.com. Also, uh, if you want any salt and smoke gear, please get onto our website and to our online store. We have shirts and hats. If you're looking for anything else, please let us know and we'll get it up there for you. Thanks, guys. We'll uh, talk to you again next week. <laughs>